Google or any kind of um, you know internet-based service, they don't understand the nuances. They understand the words and they switch the words, but grammatically, um, it uh, most of the time it does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. I think we've all read a bad Google Translate translation where we're like, okay, this might be literally word for word, but this this does not make any sense. So you feel like you've got some job security there. I do, yes. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. For many of us, just getting through a Zoom meeting feels hard enough. But what if you're on a a Zoom call where people don't have a common language? One person might be ready to present in English. Another is only comfortable listening in Mandarin. Well, now there's an app for that, an app invented right here in St. Louis. And joining us today to talk about it is Suzanne Evans. She's the founder and CEO of AAA Translation. Suzanne, welcome back. Hi, Sarah. How are you? So, Suzanne, pre-pandemic, your company, that's AAA Translation, frequently played key roles at large-scale international gatherings and conferences. Was that a big part of your business? Yes, it was. And we have not only done this here in St. Louis, we do this nationwide and globally. And with the pandemic, everything came to a screeching halt. And the translators who were going to these big conferences, is this something where they would be attending in person or would they be um, joining remotely? Uh, Yes, the interpreters were flying all over the world to attend these conferences, you know, depending on the topic. Depending on the country, uh, we have interpreters worldwide in in every country that, you know, we can bring into these conferences. Sometimes we have clients that prefer interpreters right here from the United States that they want there in person and pay for their travel overseas. So everything pretty much stopped. Mm. I mean, the uh, uh, event industry took a took a huge hit this uh, during the pandemic. It, uh, the global conference industry alone is a $235 billion industry. Hmm. And St. Louis alone took a $500 million hit wow. in events and conferences. And it sounds like this had just had a huge impact then on your company's bottom line. Uh, yes. Yeah, so in partnership with Prolingo, they the, were the ones who uh, actually created this app and Prolingo has always been our technical arm with regard to conferences. The old style conferences, you know, you brought in all the booths, the equipment, the technicians, everything took a day to set up and to make sure the audio feed and everything works properly. The presentations are uploaded and in multiple languages. And uh, they've been working in the background of uh, on this app for a couple of years now. And then with the pandemic popping up, I mean, everything started moving much faster and we were talking um, and I'm like, let's, let's do this together. Let us be the translation arm and you run all the technology. Hmm. We're, we're good in the translations field and they are the techies. And so we formed a partnership where we are going to conquer the world, hopefully. I I love your attitude there. That's great. So you're going to conquer the world. How are you going to do that? How does this app work? So it's it's just another app, basically. You go on the online store, uh, download for Android or um, Apple, 
and uh, with you get a, a special coat. Every event has a special coat that you have to put in, and off you go. It's very simple, very easy, um, very secure, and um, all you need is a telephone or a web browser. You know, any anything on a web browser you can use. And so, is there a there's a live translator on the other end of the app? There's an interpreter somewhere in the world interpreting for you. And then is, is this person interpreting in your ear or, or how does this? Yes. It, and it's happening yes. concurrently with the, with the Zoom call. Absolutely. Just like live conferences where interpreters do simultaneous interpreting, um, you will hear the interpreter in your ear. Hmm. I feel like so many of us have been on Zoom calls when one participant's internet, uh, it starts lagging or it freezes. Is there a way you're going to be able to avoid that um, yes. with this? Yeah, it's, it's, it's standalone technology. Um, so there, we have servers all over the world that will cover the interpreting no matter where, hmm. um, covering the bandwidth. And it, of course, it depends on the bandwidth. But um, it's we've we've done over 200 events and it all was very seamless. Well, that's so great to hear. So walk us through what using this app could look like for a given gathering. Let's say it's a, a virtual UN gathering. How would how would this app work? So you bring your phone and your headsets, mm -hmm. and you get a special code that you put in. And um, you can also pick their, you know, any session you would like to attend mm. and you pick your language and there you go. Hmm. So you're choosing, here's the language I want this in. And then yes. the app takes it from there. Yes, absolutely. I understand you've got what you just, you describe as the, t the basic 10 languages that are covered. Uh, what are the basic 10? So the basic 10 languages are uh, Chinese, Spanish, Korean, French, German, Italian, Portuguese, Japanese, um, and so on. We pretty much cover all languages, mm -hmm. depending uh, on the subject matter, too, because these are, you know, trained interpreters and well-versed in whatever subject matter is being presented. So even beyond that basic 10, I, I know your, oh, yeah. your service, AAA Translations, you guys say you can handle 300 different languages. Is the full gamut available through the app? Yes, pretty much. Wow. So 300 languages, that almost blows my mind to think of all those languages being there. Have you ever been stumped by a request, a particular language that you haven't been able to find a translator for? Knock on wood, not yet. <laughs> that's Wow, that's quite a testament there. What language is in demand that might surprise us? Something that's maybe not in that Big Ten, but you find yourself supplying a lot of? Uh, Vietnamese. Hmm. That makes sense. And you're able yeah. to, to fill that demand. Yes, yes. Hmm. So your headquarters are here in St. Louis. You've got seven people in your office locally, but you work yes. with these translators all around the world. Were you doing the whole Zoom life even before the rest of us got on the bandwagon? For the past 20 years, we've been for virtual. Yes, hmm. absolutely. That's how I started my company, just with a computer and, uh, yeah, computer and a fax machine back then, 20 years ago, and a telephone and uh just started with German, being a German native myself. Uh, that's how I started it. And then mm -hmm. it just blew up. And uh, we added languages. And these are all freelance translators that work for us. They're all in their respective countries, hmm. which is very important for translation to have native speakers. 
And uh, yeah, we have a team of about 300. Wow, that's huge. I mean, what a, what a great success story there. I feel like there's so many things now, though, that people are trying to do with artificial intelligence instead. Do you ever worry that all these translators um, could at some point be replaced by some sort of bot? No, uh, I don't think so. Because and, and, and we, we lift this every day, we get inquiries from clients, oh, we ran something through Google Translate, can you please fix it? And we're like, no, sorry, we have to start from scratch. Hmm. Because uh, Google or any kind of, um, you know, internet based service, they don't understand the nuances, they understand the words, and they switch the words, but grammatically, um, it do- most of the time, it does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. I think we've all read a bad Google Translate translation where we're like, okay, this might be literally word for word, but this this does not make any sense. So you feel like you've got some job security there. I do. Yes. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so with this app, you now have this app. Um, how expensive is the app and how does that compare to what you would previously have someone do in person? Well, you won't pay for travel costs, you won't pay for setup fees, you won't pay for technicians. So it's it's very reduced cost. And it all depends on the kind of event. So there's no, you know, across the board number I can give you, but it depends mm-hmm. on the event, the size of the event. And, um, you know, this is for, for larger events for, you know, five, 10 people and up mm-hmm. and languages, you know, the more languages you need, the better this app is because you, you can feed everybody together. So we still do here locally our own interpreting, you know, the person to person interpreting, court interpreting, business interpreting, one on one interpreting. But this app is designed, you know, for the larger events. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think going forward, there's a lot of talk about whether or not these kind of gatherings are going to come back, whether people will be ready to, to meet in person even years from now, or whether we're now going to be stuck doing everything on Zoom. Do you think people will continue to maybe keep the translation done by app, even if they are there in person gathering? Yeah, so that's our goal to have this consecutively with the, you know, live conference and the app. So we don't need the big um, um, technology parts that, you know, run in the background uh, in person the, at the conferences. So the, the beauty of this, that uh, the phones will substitute the headsets that we usually pass out mm-hmm. and the other equipment that is needed. So the, and the beauty of this app also, there is a lot of stuff that's happening in the background, you can white label this. So any company can that wants to use it can white label it. They can advertise during the conferences. Hmm. They can, yeah, and and it will run analytics. You know what what uh, session was most attended, and so on and so forth. So this is this app is is growing too. I mean, they're adding more and more nuances to this app. So it will be. Um, working much better than the way we used to do conferences. Hmm. So it sounds like the pandemic just sped up something that was inevitable anyway. It, it was going uh, translation was going to move um, this way and now it's happened. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and do you welcome that? I do. I mean, we all use technology and even in the translation industry we use a lot of technology in the background, but 
we use human translators and human interpreters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a must. But yes, there is some technology involved in the background to, you know, ease the process of everything. Mm-hmm. And back to attending uh, conferences, I read that 66% of people won't attend an in-person event without a COVID-19 vaccine in place. Mm-hmm. I just read that. So interesting. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of things are, are going to have to be solved before people are ready to take that kind of plunge. But maybe at some point they'll start getting more of us vaccinated. So, Dan, one last thing I wanted to ask you about. I understand the app is not the only thing that your team of translators has been busy with in this past year. What kind of COVID-related needs have you been able to meet? Oh, yes, we have been super busy. I mean, the first six months of COVID, we were involved in a lot of healthcare related translations. You can just imagine, you know, all the hospitals, all the healthcare centers, mm-hmm. they needed they needed COVID info in multiple languages. Uh, food related industry needed a lot of translations. And then right in the beginning, we saw a lot of need uh, to support our community right here in the St. Louis area. So we provided uh, free translations to quite a few organizations just to make sure our immigrant community had access to foreign language COVID-related info. Hmm. That's great. You did that all free of charge. Yes. You mentioned the food-related industry had some um, additional translation needs. Why was that? Well, you see all these food trucks out there delivering food, and uh, they're employees, you know, are, are a lot of um, immigrant uh, mm-hmm. drivers. They needed information how to safely de- deliver food. Hmm. Well, that's great. I'm so glad you were able to provide that service. And, and man, this app just sounds great. If people want more information about this or to, to just hear more about what you're doing, what would you recommend uh, be their next step? Uh, go on our we- website. AAATranslation.com. Okay, that's simple. AAATranslation.com. Well, Suzanne Evans, founder and CEO of AAA Translation, I want to thank you so much for joining us and, and congratulations on this big step uh, bringing this app to market. Thank you so much and thanks for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. We also have a quick programming note. In just a couple weeks, we'll be marking one full year since Missouri Governor Mike Parson declared a state of emergency amid the COVID-19 pandemic. That's just hours after then-President Trump declared the pandemic a national emergency. On March 12th, we're planning a special edition of St. Louis on the Air devoted to reflections on the past year, and we would love to hear yours. What have you found yourself grieving in recent months? What has brought you joy or strength? What has surprised you the most during all of this? We invite you to share your reflection by leaving us a brief voicemail. Please include your first name and where you're calling from. You can call us at 314-516-6397 to leave us your message. That's a dedicated voicemail line. No one will pick up. Again, that's 314-516-NEWS. And if you'd prefer to write out your thoughts, you can email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. And then join us March 12th for the on-air conversation. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.